Welcome to Canada's Property Management Podcast, your number one resource for investing, managing, and maximizing the value of your real estate assets. And now, here's your hosts, Carla Brown and Adrian Schultz, Canada's rental property experts. So, I'm reminded of the sky is falling, the sky is falling. It's some chicken book that I read to the kids. But it's uh, sort of like rates are rising, rates are rising in inflation, in mortgage rates and fuel prices, and in rental rates, they're rising like crazy, especially in the family friendly, right? The single house and the ones with balcony, et cetera. So speaking about rising rental rates, what are you experiencing in your local market in Saskatchewan? Uh, in Saskatchewan, definitely the single family home is going up, up and up. And I've been having our office do a little bit of almost testing of the market a little bit to see where we can not push rents because I'm not trying to take advantage of tenants. And that's really what the media is, is, is getting at. But if we can get them back where they were, because I think we forget that, you know, from March 2020, rates went down, 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 down in most products. And then they started going up. And now as they're going up, the media is really concentrating on that piece so much. And they didn't, and then forgetting that, I think there was, um, I think it's rentals.ca or one of those publications that comes out every month. And they said that in June, 2022, the average, now I don't like averages. I think we've talked about that a few times on the, because we're not average, right, Adrian? No, not at <laughs> work and but- rainbows. <laughs> I don't know why I said that, but that's the, the average rental rate across Canada. Just one moment, yeah. please. Let me move over to make more, more room on the on the screen for Carla's ego. Right, She's right. more than average. A statement that I would like to make at home. Yeah. <laughs> what does Darren Hardy say? Be the exception. Anyways, average rental rates across Canada in June 2022 are almost where they were in June 2019, which most people aren't really seeing. But we have seen quite an increase when it comes to the single family home um, because there is so much demand there. But it's really what I can see is there's a lot of emotion that's happening because there's this fear from investors that they're not going to be able to recoup their costs because their mortgages are renewing and their interest rates are going to be going up and the power and, and gas um, has gone up and in some of the multiplexes they're really feeling that that you know taxes are going up on properties and it's emotional and they're they're trying to recoup their costs so you know the rising rental rates I kind of wish the media would simmer down a little bit on it and just allow us to kind of uh, let the property management experts adjust accordingly so I think we're being very fair to tenants and investors um just had lunch uh, with an accountant today, and we were speaking about how he has clients who are selling their homes and moving into rentals that are in the sixteen to nineteen hundred dollar a month range. And I said, "Well, that's weird. Why aren't they buying a condo or a small bungalow in sort of at the edge of town area in the three to four hundred thousand dollar range?" And he looked at me and he said you're the mortgage broker, you should know. And the answer is, there really aren't very many homes left in the three to $400,000 range, which is forcing 
many first-time home buyers, these are average people like you and I, right, with normal jobs, they can't qualify for more, so they are forced to rent. And mm-hmm. I, I firmly believe that in Canada, I think we're on the cusp of an entire generation becoming a tenant or a renter generation due to home ownership simply being outpriced at the moment unless you've got inherited wealth or legacy family wealth where you're transferring equity from your parents or grandparents' homes as down payment into your home. But, you know, our parents, they lived in $100,000 homes, mm-hmm. right? That they were whatever they were. And your parents probably much less, but mine in the $100,000 range. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> are our listeners going to catch that one? <laughs> I don't know. Yes, I, don't I am much know. older than Adrian. <laughs> yes, but apparently I now have white whiskers on me, so it's all good. No, but the point being is that, that I think the first time home buyer is being forced to rent for another cycle. Now, another cycle, I think that's a two to three, maybe five year cycle. And then the question is, does the government come in and incentivize developers to build what I call normal people housing again, right? Mm -hmm. That could be single family, that could be townhome, like attached row housing, I think is the most practical because you still get a yard or outright multifamily. So rising rental rates, yes, most definitely, but for very good reason. And I think there's nothing but opportunity right now. If you own a single family home, you can really, I mean, hey, I wish for the first time home buyer you would sell it, but keep it and rent it out and provide a, a fairly priced single family home to a family, right? Yeah, it's a really interesting concept because I think we saw people coming into the rental market before, especially on the single family, because they didn't want the commitment of a house. It wasn't always because they couldn't afford it. It was normally because it was just a choice to rent. And that that was a big thing with a certain demographic. And now that has, that still could be the case for many, but it's kind of changed. And it's like, actually, I can't afford to get the mortgage, but I can still afford to make this payment. So they, they can't qualify per yeah. se under what the qualifications are with the mortgage, but they can actually pay a good dollar and they're willing to pay a good dollar for a really good single family home. So I think renting is a great deal. When you consider all of the costs of home ownership, Mm -hmm. right? It's not just the mortgage payment. You should never, there's another third on top of that. If not more, you've got property tax insurance, the maintenance that's associated with home ownership. I mean, my goodness, every time I turn around in my own house, I have to replace a thousand dollar appliance. And I never know if it's my fault or the nanny's fault or Alana's fault, but that's another discussion for another podcast that's going to be called, Do I Have to Replace That? I think all fingers would point to you, but... No doubt, no (laughs) doubt. So anyways, I I think it's really interesting, but the reason why I thought we should do this podcast is because the reality is, is the rental rates are going up. Yes. Uh, But the other part of that reality is, is that we've seen rental rates in a lot of cases very similar to where they are right now. And the, the market is, is slowly adjusting in all different ways. We're seeing the real estate market is slowing a little bit. So that's going to bring more people back into the more product onto the rental market, which once the supply goes up, then we know that the demand isn't there. So the prices will adjust. So this is just a vicious circle that we go through. But from a property management perspective, I think we have to look at it from 
how do I maximize the investment for my investor? That has to be my number one. And then my number two is what is fair for the tenant? Like what's happening in the market? What are we competing against? And how do I bring a tenant in and make sure that this is a great home for them to, to reside in? Yeah. And I think, you know, a, a fair market rent is going to benefit the investor and the tenant. At the end of the day, the tenant has to be able to afford the rent in order to stay. And as property investors, we want our tenants to stay as long as humanly possible, which means we are going to try our very best to be as reasonable and fair as possible, bearing in mind as property investors, we also have our costs increasing significantly because property taxes are based on market or on assessed value. Property insurance is going to be based on assessed value. And of course, we've got increases in almost all utilities as well, right? If you're a tenant, when your landlord is increasing the rent, it is not by any means of the word going straight to their pocket. It's going into a pocket with a very large hole in it at the moment. Yes. Thank you for bringing that up. There's two parts of that. So the money, extra money that we're asking for from the tenant is really just to offset some of those increase in costs. But what I don't like to see is I don't like investors coming to me and saying, now I'm really nervous about having this investment and maybe I should just sell it. You are still having an investment that somebody is paying off for you. As an investor, we have to realize there's going to be some ebbs and flows as we go along. And if you want us to increase the rent, I'm definitely all for that. But I will always very careful how much we're going to rent it because you don't want to push a good tenant out the door. You know, that's what you were alluding to is that you don't want to do that. So then your property is going to be vacant for 30 days or 60 days. So how much did you really win? Nothing. Nothing. You lost. You lost. (laughs) One vacant month takes the wind out of your cash flow statement. Such a common mistake by first time investors thinking I'll up my rent. Oh, shoot, I was empty for a month. Well, the increase didn't even pay for the month of lost rent. Yeah. Right. So I think as you know, if you're self-managed, don't just give your tenant an increase. And please remember that you have regulations in most provinces as to how much you can increase or what the time frame is to increase. So please abide by those. But the second part is just don't hand them the increase. Talk to them about the yes, increase. The Make relationship. Sure that they under- Yes, make sure that they understand why. Because if you just hand them the increase, they're going to feel very devalued and they're going to be looking elsewhere. And then you've lost them. Yeah. Now that's real property management. Thanks for listening to Canada's Property Management Podcast. If you like this episode, please subscribe and give us a rating, which will help us reach more listeners. Until next time, connect with us on social media and online at realpm.ca. Today's episode is brought to you by Century 21 Canada, the gold standard in real estate. Explore listings, find an agent, and get advice at www.c21.ca.